Ew. Hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folders and Backwards, the mid-morning solo cipher. It's your girl, yours truly will be read. Wishing everyone a merry Monday. Um, if you are in high spirits, vibration, and energy, oh, send me some. My vibration is up, but my energy levels is down, down, down. This coffee is so needed. Shout out to Duncan. Shout out to Backwards, because this morning cipher is and it stays so low on my cup. But yeah, this life is needed. The bitch ain't get no sleep. Mm. Mm. Gave me damn dog pork. That nigga was shitting everywhere. I just need to bring y'all to my life for a minute. We family, right? We're all one. Yo, yo, I never ever smelled the insides of a sick dog. Yo, and it's not like it was just like a little bit. It was like nasty, runny diarrhea mucusy and it was every like oh my god it was insane i couldn't sleep after that it blew my heart I was sober as fuck i re-rolled back up and i was just like so traumatized i think i got into bed like close to three i'm so fucking tired i can't believe that so yeah after y'all haha laugh at me because i would probably laugh too i don't know it's really not funny so after y'all pick y'all chin up because that's the face i made when I saw the first pile, then the second pile, then the third pile, then the fourth pile, and then when she got sick again and did the fifth and sixth pile. Yo, pets are like children, yo. You gotta love them, though. You gotta fucking love them. Anywho, Merry Monday to us all. I have a topic that I'm not planning on being too long, but it is actually a great topic and I haven't had much time to work it out in my head. So we might end up flowing with this one. Um, I want to start by saying, for those who do not watch anime, you can learn a lot from a well-written well anime. Um, I won't suggest any because there's countless of them and I'm not going to act like I'm this extreme anime um, fan and I know all of them. I don't. I know the ones that my son watched growing up. Um, I know the few that my daughter watched. Now, I'm a born Sailor Moon fan, like always fighting evil by moonlight, winning love by daylight. I've always been a Sailor Moon fan. But um, besides that, yeah, you can watch Sailor Moon. That's the only one I'm going to like actually throw. Nah, Sailor Moon, funny thing is Sailor Moon is so good, but it's a love story. Not to be funny, you're not really learning too much from Sailor Moon. But you will be entertained as fuck. Um, nah, you can't tell somebody something and don't tell them. So, um, top three favorite animes for learning lessons. Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And Naruto Shippuden. Hands down. No particular order, depending on what kind of lesson you're looking for, those three can be shuffled around. Um, yeah. Top anime, just for entertainment purposes, purposes after Sailor Moon, uh, check out Death Note, y'all. That shit is fucking gangsta. Mm. But now that I've done been an influence in the area that I said I wasn't going to be an influence in, right? Um, I want to talk about uh, 
shit, what was the name of it? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, I my my son used to watch that growing up, and sometime last year, me and him decided to relive it. I never paid it no mind. I remember him watching. I remember I was a teenage parent. I had fucking work and school, and yeah, I was watching, but I wasn't watching. I knew it was safe. I knew there was no curses, you know. So anyway, we watching it with him as an adult, actually paying attention, sitting down, actually watching it. Yo, the show is so lit. Um, on the second, I want to say about the second episode. But um, now nah, you had to be the first episode. They explained the um <coughs> the main law of alchemy. Now this is based on a cartoon. Um, I'm not gonna tell you not to waste your time because realistically, I took my time and googled mad shit trying to find authenticity into this law of alchemy, or rather, this rule of alchemy which was a universal law in the cartoon. That's where I want to kind of hit bottom line. I couldn't find no factual um, documentation um, in my occult magic book, in my Google searches, and um, in my book of universal laws and how they work. I found information like that you know i could let me say it like this i have not found anything definitive that says that that is a real universal law but if you combine different aspects of different universal laws i can understand how the law of equivalent exchange was created even if for only fiction so yeah i want to state that that its introduction into my life was completely through a cartoon and completely fictional as I can prove. But as I am about to discuss and explain, it is probably one of the most necessary laws of the universe we need to be implementing in our everyday life, magic practices and pursuit of happiness. Um, yeah. So I'm about to just get into it okay so the main rule of alchemy according to edward one of the brothers from full metal alchemist brotherhood you gotta check that out um he explains that this a little brother i believe he's a narrator of the story mm. he explains that there's like one fundamental rule in alchemy it is the law of equivalent exchange. This means that nothing, that something can never be made from nothing. And in order for human beings to work alchemy, alchemy in the cartoon is 
not the exact same as the comedic science and the ancient alchemists that alchemy that if you are an occult um, practitioner or knowledge seeker that we've learned about. This is more of like the alchemy, you know, people talk about on TV and stuff like taking the fucking quarter and turning it into like a spoon or something, like transmuting um, objects or trans shaping. That's, that is one of, you know, some people's understanding or belief or exposure to alchemy is different. I know the way I thought of alchemy, it was all chemical. I never thought of alchemy as a physical science, um, like transmuting a lighter into maybe a fucking house. You know what I'm saying? But in Full Metal Alchemist, that's how it works. It's very dramatic like that. But in the same sense, or keeping back to the topic, they don't change. They can't just change. Like it has to be. I mean, gotta catch myself. Y'all know I be. I'm. I'm already feeling nice. I told you I was mad tired. We gonna kicking hard. But um, basically, the alchemist in the show, um, Edward and what's his other brother name? I don't know. I just think it's so cute. In a lot of animes, they refer to their siblings as brother. A lot of the animes are male gender like based the stars are mostly men so you know they be having brothers never it's always big brother little brother they don't really say their actual names i'm mad because i know both their names but it's not important the lesson that um the rule in the cartoon is you cannot create something from nothing that all acts of alchemy for a human to be able to perform acts of alchemy, something has to be given. Something of equal, of equal value has to be given in order to, you know, perform your alchemy. Now, the example, the first example that we're exposed to in this cartoon is their mother. Their mother um, was killed. Like in the first episode. And yeah, a lot of animes are kind of graphic and extremely sexual if you're not used to um, anime. So choose yours wisely, especially if you watch it with kids, because they be on a real pervy shit with the big titties and boing, boing, boings and mad, dumbass sound effects that's unnecessary. But it's entertaining. Um, I don't think I never saw no nudity in the anime. So you don't got to worry. It's not like graphic, but it is a little pervy if you got a you know, young boy or young girl watching it. Anyway. Um, the kid's mom dies or was murdered, if I remember right. Anyway, the kids decide that the brothers decide that they're going to bring their mom back using alchemy. If I remember right, they took, I forgot what they used as the exchange, but it was nowhere near, you know, an equivalent exchange for a human life. I mean, that's the first lesson. I think I started off the podcast like that. There's a lot of, you can learn a lot of really good lessons through anime. And that is probably the first lesson the 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 fucking brothers. Damn, what was their name? Full Metal Alchemist. The Sutton Brothers. It's going to come to me. Probably after I finish, I'm going to be mad as fuck. 
But um, that's like the first and probably the biggest lesson that the cartoon explained. There is no equivalent exchange for human life. That's why in the cartoon, um, alchemy to bring back the dead or to give life is forbidden. But I don't want to lose my track and I heard my phone buzz was trying to check. Yeah, I know I'm not good at multitasking. But um, okay, so sticking to the topic. So yeah, they try I don't remember what they used. I don't remember what they used, but they used something and obviously it wasn't equivalent to a human life because what is at value with another human like with a human life, but maybe another human life. And you can't even compare two human lives because those are two different experiences, perspectives, and it's just not the same. It can never be the same. Why am I talking about Full Metal Alchemist? Why am I talking about, oh, if y'all want to know what happens, it didn't work. Y'all have to check it out to see, you know, well, that's how the whole cartoon gets its premise. They perform a illegal act of magic, in a sense, alchemy on, um, on the dead. And yeah, the universe did not accept their offering and took what it felt was equated. You have to watch it. It was really cool. Um, but I want to stick on the story, the the premise of the law of equal exchange. Why is that important? Why am I sitting here? I done spent probably like the first 15 minutes of the podcast talking about a damn enemy. The purpose of me talking about the law of equivalent exchange is because it has come to my realization that personally, I do a lot, but I'm not doing it right. Like this is a two minute personal, I guess, self-expression or event, um, or just taking you guys into my brain for a minute. I label every chapter of my life. How do I define chapters? Depends. Could be from my birthday. Could be from the new year. I have several chapters throughout a year. So it's not like, (coughs) but anyway, this chapter of my life, I have dedicated to gaining structure. I have so much to offer, so much I'm doing, so much good is coming from it, but I am extremely scattered brain and I wear myself extremely thin. And because of that, I'm a lot more tired than I should be. I'm not as organized as I should be and things get neglected and I don't like that. So this phase of my life has been dedicated to structure and giving more stability to my dreams through foundation. Last year was a whole year of foundation. It had mad chapters, but that whole year was for foundation. And I laid a very strong one. So now it's about structure. You know, I want to make sure that my beams are, if we were thinking about a building, that my beams are straight. Y'all know my name is Ebony. I compare my, I, I visually imagine myself as a tree all the time. I need to make sure that my roots <clears throat> are deep, that they're thick, and that my bark is growing straight. You know what I mean? It's not tilted. It's not um, on an angle that I'm censored fully to grow as tall as possible to get the most optimum sunlight and feed my leaves and branches. So with that being said, um, yesterday I was reading uh, Think and Grow Rich. I'm still reading it by Napoleon somebody, somebody. 
hopefully you guys have heard of it. This is not the first time I've mentioned the book. It is a really good book. It's been all over the fucking internet for um if you are an entrepreneur or you follow a lot of like um motivational speakers, life coaches, and well, you follow me. So you probably heard about the book. I speak about it. I've spoke about it. I was excited to get it. It sells out so fucking fast. You have to join the waiting list. Finally got it, and I'm flying through it. Or I'm enjoying it. I'm not going to tell you guys about it because the way the book is written, it does not matter what anyone tell you. You won't process it unless you're actually reading it. So we're going to skip details of the book. But there was something that they said yesterday or that I read last night that instantly threw me into full metal alchemist train of thought, which really, really, really helped me shine light on this chapter of structure that I'm living as well as added a new tool to my spiritual toolkit. I have a new, I guess, form for manifestation and for shit transmutation i have a new understanding it's beautiful so basically inside the book there they give you an example of subconscious programming and how to use it for self-embedderment so as i was in bed last night programming my subconscious before I went to bed at like three something in the fucking morning after cleaning up mad nastiness. Um, yeah. I I want to give y'all too much of my business with my manifestations. But as I was commanding and informing the universe of my intent, not my intent, of my realization. And yeah, because it was real, and I had to even address it like that. As I was informing the universe of my realization, there's so much power in word, guys. It's little words like I was gonna say attempt. It's not an attempt. If I say the word attempt, then it becomes an attempt. It wasn't an attempt. This was a realization, this was an epiphany. This is a life-changing moment for me. So as I'm explaining to the universe, or as um informing the universe or my realization and my goals. I found myself telling the universe, because in the book, they give you a little example and an example they use and in the, the phrasing in exchange. I just had to make sure that I realized I talked so much. I didn't even really say why the book was made me think about the cartoon. So in the example of the subconscious programming, the phrase and in exchange. So, you know, so I, you know, the book guides you. It gives you step. The book is fucking lit. It gives you, um, you know, examples and just little brain things that you can do to help unwire, rewire. Y'all know my line, untrain and retrain. So I was, I took the example that they gave, you know, I put in my own goals, my own dreams, my own aspirations. And as I was saying it out loud, 
when the part of and in exchange for came up. I naturally got into full metal alchemist mode. This is, and it forced me to think about what am I giving compared to what I want? And is it equal? And that, I know, is that how I'm gonna say this is not gonna be a long, I told y'all, <coughs> I was thinking it out. <laughs> This is fresh in my head, so it might go. But now, this is the meat of today's topic. I love you guys for listening. I'm so long-winded. But, nah, real shit, this is where we get to the meat. What am I giving in exchange for what I want? And is it equal? That's what my pondering was last night. And it was epiphany. It was mind-blowing. And I just got to share it with you guys for a second. So when I really sit back, and I want you guys to really sit back too. Now we're at the meet. Let's do some mental exercise. Let's get some growth in. Let's get a step closer to happiness. What are your definitive goals? And what are you doing to achieve them? Except me personally, I'm doing a lot. I am, and I'm constantly being proud of myself. I'm constantly pushing myself just to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. And yesterday, last night, early this fucking morning, rather, I realized that's not good enough. I'm speaking personally. I don't know what y'all are doing personally for y'all dreams and efforts. I'm not even going to sit there and say what y'all doing isn't good enough. What I'm saying is what I'm doing isn't good enough. And I just need you guys. I would appreciate if you guys could fill me out because maybe you'll see that you're either not doing enough either or possibly you're doing too much because that is a real thing. And um, talking about animes, um, Kakashi Sensei, oh, excuse me, his title was upgraded by this point. He was Lord Hokage Kakashi Sensei. Naruto Shippuden. Um, he said a very powerful quote. I had to write it down. That's what I'm saying. You can learn a lot from anime. I had to write it on my um vision board. If you... Uh, something verbatim. I don't remember verbatim, but it's something to the effect of when you don't take breaks, the efficiency becomes inadequate. Basically, what that means is you burn yourself the fuck out. No matter what your goal is focus is needed and a pace is needed you need a plan you can't just jump into something and burn yourself out trying to get it accomplished because you you're gonna be burnt out it's not gonna become accomplished you could possibly even lose the passion from it you th that flame won't be fed because it was so big it was like an explosion and it just died out like a little campfire you know so I'm not saying to just full throttle kill yourself trying to do something. Because what the fuck is the purpose of that? What I'm saying is there needs to be a plan, a plan and a pace. 
And I always thought I had a plan and pace. You know, I, chap- I named little chapters in my life and I followed through them. You know what I mean? I work with um, the energies of the day for better flows. I'm, you know, constantly evaluating my daily processes. When I need to wake up, I should be waking up earlier. I need to be meditating a little bit more. I need to be exercising a lot more. You know, I'm constantly checkpointing things, spending time with my daughter because she drives me absolutely crazy. And I'm, I came to the conclusion, I just got to kill her with kindness. Got to smother her with love because if not, she's going to fucking give me a stroke. So, you know, spending more fun time with her so that way I'm not always screaming and she doesn't feel like I'm mean mom all the time. Um, spending time with my son. He'll be 21 next week. Can you fucking believe that? Well, y'all could believe that because y'all ain't even probably realized how old he was in the first place. But my son will be 21 next week, um, week. He's talking about buying a condo. You know what I'm saying? Like spending time with him and making these memories and instilling some last minute vital life examples and information and just prepare preparing this before he goes because he's ready to go shit is cool that's how i know i did my job i ain't had to push the nigga out the nest he ready to spread his own wings and fucking fly but um i'm sorry i'm smiling so big i just love my kids but anyway um me personally i thought i was doing so much i thought that i was putting things in a perspective and working, like I said, just a little bit harder every day to be better than yesterday. And when I really out loud, that's why when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to energy work, I tell people all the time, words are spells. When it comes to just having a fucking conversation, words are spells. Choose your words carefully and listen to them, especially if you're dealing with energy and magic. If you're talking to a deity, if you're talking to an energy, if you're talking to a force, you're talking to the universe, if you're commanding, if you're protecting verbal, out loud, clear and concise with feeling is the best, fastest way to get a fucking response. And it was instantaneous yesterday because as I stated, what I realized was necessary for me to live my best life. Now, let me just talk about that for a second. I've come to this realization almost three years ago. I made my petition. I spoke to the universe. universe. I spoke to the deities that have favoritism over my life. I called out to every positive energy that exists on this physical plane. I have contracted several deities with different dominions to be at my assistance. And I thought up until yesterday, I was doing my goddamn thing. Knowing something in your head, repeating it in your head is not as powerful as saying it out loud. I wrote my petition and I put it in my altar. That's how it's said. That's how it's connected to the ether, to the internal universe. I repeat in my mind all the time the physical number of money I require to live my life. I visualize daily the achievements that 
I am pursuing as complete. I imagine the benefit, not imagine, I envision the benefits of all of my hard work as already being here in this time. And because of that, I thought I was on the right path. I thought I was on the fastest. I was on the right, I didn't say I was on the wrong path, but I thought I was on the fastest route with least resistance to my goal. And it felt good too. It felt good. It felt good. Until last night when I was saying it out loud, what I require for my happiness and what I am willing to give to acquire that happiness. And as I was saying what I'm willing to give, I said that same dirty little phrase, and this will be the last time anyone, including myself, hears me say this. I'm going to do a, I'm going to work a little bit harder every day to be a little bit better. And when I said that, I mean, I don't know what, who, or how, but I mean, I had like an out of body experience and I had to look at myself like, you're going to do what? Bitch, how are you trying? You, it's not like you're asking the universe for um a mediocre life. I'm demanding from the universe the life that I fucking deserve. And if the universe is, and is obviously already showing me that this life is not just possible, but is meant for me. Why am I only doing a little bit every day to be just a little bit better? That is disgusting. That is lazy. That is neglectful. And that is not equivalent exchange. And Edward would would really, really, be, really be upset with you. Like I had to really, really tell myself this. Like the Full Metal Alchemist and his brother would definitely look at you and laugh like your alchemy would never work. And that's what I came to the conclusion of yesterday. My alchemy will never, would never work. Nope, nope. My alchemy would have worked, but it would have took so long. And I would have had to give so much of myself over time to basically add up to the what I was requesting. <clears throat> Let me reiterate that because I'm not sure if that came out right. What I'm demanding from the universe requires a lot more than a bum-ass little bit of growth, little bit of this, the uh. And I understood that yesterday. I'm not asking for a little bit. So to only give a little bit is an insult. And even though what I'm asking for is mine and it's due to me and I'm going to get it regardless, this little bit that I'm giving only making it take longer to acquire. I want a lot. I got to give a lot. Once I give a lot, I'll get a lot. And I really did. I really thought I was giving a lot, guys. I really thought I was giving a lot until I heard myself admit that I wasn't giving enough. I say all the time, if you sit in silence, <clears throat> you hear the universe speak. And that shit is natural. But at the same time, if you talk out your thoughts, you hear yourself speak. And not to be funny, you'll be surprised how ignorant, how low level, how nasty, how judgmental, 
how fucking vain, how selfish we can sound at times when we say something out loud. See, when we say shit in our head, it's in our head. It's in that, in the back of our mind, mind. And it's so many different forces of our mind. We done probably justified it before we even thought about the thought. We fucking done giggled it off as, ah, I'm only joking. <laughs> or I just said it to myself. It's not like, you know, no, no, no. The shit we say in our mind gives energy to the shit we say out our mouths, to the actions we take. So if you want to make sure that the things you are thinking are conducive to your best well-being, are in alignment with what you are actually trying to do, please take my advice, say that shit out loud. Because I am, I'm, a, I'm very big mentally. I have kids in the house. I'm, I live in a project. These walls are paper thin. I don't be wanting people to hear me. Um, That's it. I don't be wanting people to hear me. My prayers are private. My manifestations are private. My mantras are private. Um, I, I don't want an audience, whether they're physically watching me or they're listening to me. When I want an audience, I log on. I talk to you guys. I appreciate you guys. Word. When I'm doing energy work, I don't really want an audience. That's why I don't do spell work on um, like live. That's why I don't do tarot readings on live. Like shit like that is very intimate to me. It's very personal. Now we can do it one on one in a messenger on a video. Cool. But I'm not doing that shit on an open feed where I'm just accessible to anyone's energy and anyone is accessible to mine. I'm too protective for that shit personally. But to each his own. The where the direction I'm trying to go with all this is saying stuff in our minds is only the beginning. And when we want to give real strength and power to our thoughts, we need to take further action. We need to say it out loud is the specific note for this episode, but you'll hear me say it so much in other episodes. Write it down on a pen and paper. There is power in in the written word. There's power in a photo. Draw it out. But definitely say it. And don't say it once. Say it every day. I made a promise to myself, and this is in the book, and I do. I gotta I gotta get my bag. My bag is on the other side of the room. I ain't gonna lie, I don't feel like getting up. But um, I gotta give y'all, for those who don't know it and who didn't take the time to Google it, I ain't mad at you. I be on my lazy shit, so I gotta give y'all the full name of the author because the book is really, really, really powerful. It's really amazing, and I'm not even halfway through from the very first from the fucking interlude, I think it's called the, the the acknowledgments and shit. Like even that was inspiring. A note from the author was inspiring. Like it really just highlighted so much. And like I said, the little practices they give you, if you actually do them, you'll see how beneficial they are. Because again, me being an introvert and such a mental energy worker, I don't take advantage of saying things out loud. But last night, I was stressed out, and I had just read the um, 
that chapter in the book maybe about five, six hours ago when I was traveling back from my mom's house on the train. So, you know, I was, I was stressed out. I was aggravated. I was nauseous from cleaning up vomit. Um, I was tired and couldn't sleep because my brain was really, really lucid. So I chose to, instead of regular meditating and winding down, I decided to speak out my petition, what I could remember of it, and incorporate not what I could remember of it, because my petition is written addressed to the universe. So I basically spoke out loud my petition mixed in with the example given on how to subconsciously program ourselves for greatness. And I didn't, you know, speak mad loud. I probably was, I definitely wasn't even speaking as loud as I'm speaking now, but I did speak. I did articulate and I listened to myself. And when I heard myself, I was disappointed in myself. So what is the takeaway of today's episode? The takeaway of today's episode is to hear yourself. Hear yourself and evaluate what you are giving in equation to what you want back. Contemplate this fictional, because I can't prove that it comes from any form of fact, but I'm not going to lie. Whoever wrote Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is the man for that one. Their understanding of the universal laws and their ability to get that law itself out of it, it really should be contemplated as a real universal law to be implemented. But until I'm in a state to have that power, I'm definitely going to preach more about it. You're going to hear me talk about it a lot more. The law of equivalent exchange. You have to give to get. And what you give is what you get. If you are giving a little, you are going to get a little. If you are giving a lot, you are going to get a lot. And if you want the absolute best, this is the real takeaway, guys. If you want top notch, you have to give top notch. Whatever the fuck that means for you. That means not just showing up, but showing the fuck out. You understand? I realize for myself, I am showing up for myself and I'm proud of myself for that. I'm standing firm, I'm standing tall, but I'm just standing. I'm ready to make noise. I'm ready to cause a fucking ruckus. Why? Because I want, I demand and deserve extremely too much for the pace that I'm going. And I'm going to leave you guys with that to think about. As always, I wish you guys much love, much ashe, namaste, Monday motivation for that ass. Word. That's the theme. Monday motivation. If it don't motivate you, it should not be a part of your Monday. Word. Love you guys for listening. Later.